as we begin to count our blessings, as we begin to look at all the things that God has done for us, in spite of all of the drama, all of the chaos that's going on in our world and in our nation, we certainly have much to be thankful for here at Calvary Visalia. Um, I'm going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Uh, starting in verse 9 to you as we start here this evening. As it is written, he has dispensed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever, 2 Corinthians 9.10. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. So thanksgiving through us to God is the focal point this evening. So let's bow our heads and ask God's blessing upon our service tonight. And Father, we thank you so much for this gathering. We thank you for your corporate body, the body of Christ. Thank you for our visitors who are here tonight, Lord, some for the first time perhaps, and we thank you for, for your people who are here. Lord, uh, we are so grateful of all of the blessings. We're grateful, Father, for our salvation. We're grateful, Father, for the forgiveness of sins. We're thankful, Father God, that we are counted as part of the body of Christ. We are members of your body. We're thankful, Father, that we are called your bride and that you are our bridegroom. We're thankful, Lord, that you are preparing a place in heaven for us even now because you said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. And we know that this life is not all there is. Uh, we have eternal life through you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Bless your people. Bless our time of worship tonight. May your Holy Spirit be here to minister to us, we pray. In Jesus Christ's name we ask. Amen. I want to welcome and, and greet those who are watching online. Uh, Pastor Bob was going to try and make it here tonight, but he just wasn't feeling well. He had kind of a frog in his throat, and he just, you know, he's, he's getting ready for Thanksgiving. I'm going to their house tomorrow for Thanksgiving dinner with Pastor Bob and Gail. Pastor Bob, of course, is our founding senior pastor who's retiring at the end of this year, and he's taking a much-deserved sabbatical. Uh, but he was going to try and be here just as a kind of a surprise to surprise everyone, but he wasn't, he wasn't feeling 100% well. So uh, we love you, Pastor Bob and Gail. We miss you guys, and I'm looking forward to eating Gail's dinner. I hear that Gail is an exquisite chef, so I'm really looking forward to uh, joining them tomorrow night for Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, quickly, announcements. Obviously, we want to always uh, remind you to please follow our instructions from the CDC. We have these posted all over the place. We have hand sanitizing stations. We have face masks and gloves for those who want them. So if you need a face mask, um, you're welcome to uh, ask one of the ushers uh, or someone at the info center. And they, we have face masks for you. Uh, we have all of our chairs spread out, as we mentioned, on Sunday morning, more than six feet. So there's plenty of room to be safe here. If you could be safe going into Costco, Home Depot, Walmart, you know, uh, pot shops, liquor stores, uh, strip clubs in San Diego. We looked at this on, we looked at all of that on on Sunday. So if, if you could be safe in all these other places, you could be safe here. We could we we could do church. So we're glad that you're all here tonight. 
And tonight is going to be more of a um, devotional, and then we're going to set up a microphone here in the front. I mentioned it at the beginning of the service uh, for folks to come forward and pray corporately. It's going to be a corporate Thanksgiving prayer night where we are going to focus on thanking our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for all that he's done for us and all that he continues to do for us. So I want you just to be thinking about, as the Holy Spirit would lead you and prompt you to pray uh, come up to the microphone after I'm done with the devotional and you can come up and pray and, and, and we'll be praying with you and we can all, you know, spend this evening before Thanksgiving tomorrow just focusing on giving thanks to our God, which of course is the whole reason for Thanksgiving. I don't know what atheists celebrate on Thanksgiving. I don't know who they're thanking for their turkey. Uh, Thanksgiving is a Christian holiday. It was, it was made uh, really during... Um, during the Civil War, actually, is when it was officially determined that it would be this date. Abraham Lincoln, our greatest president, uh, is the one who uh, uh, initiated Thanksgiving as a national tradition, all being celebrated on the same day, uh, which, of course, is, is falling tomorrow, the last Thursday of the month of November, or the fourth Thursday, rather, uh, of the month of November. So uh, we are going to be giving thanks to God. Okay, so I want to start kind of where where I started earlier at the open of the service, which is in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 9. And you're welcome, if you have a Bible, to, to turn there with me, or you could just listen, and I'm going to read some scriptures here. And again, as I'm going through these, looking at several scriptures regarding the commandment of God for us to be thankful and give thanks, I want you to be um, open to what the Lord would put on your heart to pray for Corporately, I, This is not something we do very often where we open the microphone during a service for people to come up and pray. So I know it's a little bit intimidating. That's why we're not bringing you up on stage. We're going to let you be down there because uh, it can be a little intimidating for folks to come up here on stage. But we really want you to, to participate. And so I uh, encourage you to be listening to the Holy Spirit as he would lead you into what he would have you to pray for tonight as we uh, take this evening to uh, thank the Lord together as a, as a body of believers. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 10, Paul the Apostle says this, Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed that you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything for all liberality which causes thanksgiving through us to God. For the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abounding through many thanksgivings to God, while through the proof of this ministry they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ and for your liberal sharing with them and all men. And by their prayer for you, who long for you because of the exceeding grace of God in you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And Paul here is actually talking about finances. He's talking about giving to the Lord's work. Those who sow bountifully will reap bountifully, so let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or out of necessity, for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Verse 7 says, and so this is tying into the idea of God supplying the seed to the sower and the bread for food to supply and multiply the seed that you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. 
that the Lord is keeping track of even our giving. Uh, even the, the, the widow who gave her might, Jesus saw that and said, you know, uh, that, that she's given more than all of the wealthy, rich people because she gave everything she had to the Lord and she's going to have the biggest mansion in heaven. You watch, when we get to heaven, that little widow who gave her half a penny is going to have the biggest mansion because Jesus commended her because she gave out of her lack. She gave out of, out of everything that she had because she loved the Lord and she wanted to be uh, faithful uh, with her finances to him. And so there's just so much that we have to be thankful for in America. We are blessed beyond measure. If you've never traveled to Mexico or Africa or India or any other places around the world, I've been to Mexico. I've also been to Uganda, Africa. Dire, dire poverty, uh, uh, you know, where people are just trying not to starve to death uh, every day. And, and, and so we are so blessed here in America. I mean, we open up our closets and we have so many clothes to choose from it. You know, some places they have only one pair of clothes and they're dirty and ripped. Uh, and, and so we, we are so blessed. And, and the idea that we get to show that we are thankful for all of the blessings of God by giving him back the first fruits to him, it's only a natural thing that we would give to the Lord's work from a thankful heart, not out of necessity or out of compulsion or out of manipulation or out of pressure or out of false promises that you're going to get rich. You know, we give to him because he's first given to us. We love him because he first loved us. We're responding to him. And then as we are faithful in our giving to him, he's so faithful to provide for all of our needs. In uh, Colossians, in chapter 2, Colossians is just a couple of uh, books to the right. In Colossians, in chapter 2, verse 6 says this, another verse on thanksgiving. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. So as we have received from Jesus Christ, who is our Lord, we are to walk in the ways of Jesus. We are rooted in him. We are built up in him. Remember, he's the foundation. As he said that he's the, he's the rock, his word is the rock that we build our lives upon. And when the storms come, Matthew 7 says, the house will stand because it's built upon the rock. And so we're rooted in him. We're built up in him. We're established in the faith. Uh, and we should be those as his people who shouldn't be moaning and groaning and grumbling and complaining and, you know, never happy, miserable people. You know, uh, we should be thankful people, thankful for our salvation, thankful for, for being adopted into the family of God and being called the children of God, thankful for uh, him saving us and washing us from our sins and forgiving us for our past, thankful for his precious Holy Spirit that abides within us now that we are born again by his spirit so that we're not alone. Jesus says, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the age, and it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. So it's through the Holy Spirit that we have Jesus Christ ruling and reigning uh, in our lives. Thankful for the church that we are members of his body. And Jesus said, the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. Here we are 2,000 years later and the church is still alive and well. Although it is only a few uh, that are walking on the straight and narrow road, as Jesus said would be the case. We have so much to be thankful for uh, in our salvation. And that's why we're, we're going to have an open microphone uh, for you to express some of the things you're thankful for here uh, tonight. 
Now, if you'd like to turn back to Psalms with me, we're going to look at Psalm 26 and just a few verses here in Psalms. Of course, the Psalms are filled with prayers of thanksgiving and Psalms of thanksgiving. It's one of the major themes in the book of Psalms. And of course, the Psalms were their hymn book. This is uh, all of the ancient Jewish people, the Old Testament saints, and probably even Jesus, and the New Testament saints before the New Testament was written. Uh, the Old Testament was their, was their Bible. They didn't have the New Testament yet, and the book of Psalms was their songbook, and they sang these songs. David wrote a lot of these psalms, and he was a psalmist. He played his harp, and, uh, and he wrote a lot of these songs and, uh, psalms, and they were songs that were sung uh, corporately by the body to God. So Psalm 26 and verse 1 says this, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart. For your loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in your truth. I have not sat with idolatrous mortals, nor will I go in with the hypocrites. I have hated the assembly of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocence. So I will go about, I will go about your altar, O Lord, that I may proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all your wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. And so the psalmist here, David, this is a psalm of David talking about uh, allowing the Lord to examine him and test him and prove him. Uh, and, and he's saying, I'm, I, I'm thankful. I, I want to thank you in your house. I want to proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving. I want to tell of all your wondrous works. And, and he says, and I've loved the habitation of your house and the place where your glory uh, dwells. So important, the house of God, the church of God, the people of God getting together corporately as we are tonight to express our thanksgiving to God for all that he has done for us. In Psalm chapter 50 and verse 14, offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High now God speaks, he says, call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. So it's uh, the thanksgiving offering was actually when God says offer to God a thanksgiving, pay your vows to the most high, call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you and you will glorify me. What they used to do is they used to make vows to God and they would come to the priest and the temple, the Jewish people, and it was one of the offerings that Moses instituted in the book of Leviticus where they would come and, and, and give, they would make a vow. They'd say, if God saves my sick child, I promise I'm going to bring God a lamb or I'm going to bring God a, a bull or a goat, a Thanksgiving offering. It was a, it was a votive offering, which was a vow. And uh, when God answered that prayer, so the priest would hear the vow, the man would say, if God heals my child, I'm going to bring him an offering. Uh, and so the priest would offer that as a prayer to God. And when that child would later be healed, if indeed the child was healed, as was prayed for, then that individual would come back with the offering to God, and that was the votive or the thanksgiving offering. So it was acknowledging back to God 
that you answered my prayer. Not that we have to give an, you know, a goat or a bull, and we don't obviously do that anymore, or that we have to give anything financial. But remember that if you make a promise to God, you, you should keep your promise. And you should be thankful when he answers your prayers. Oftentimes people flippantly say, you know, if you get me out of this, God, I'm going to serve you. Or if you get me out of this, I'll go to Africa. Or if you get me out of this, I'm going to go to seminary and become a pastor. And then God does exactly what they prayed for. And then they forget about the vow that they made to God, the promise that they made to God. And that's a very dangerous thing. The uh, uh, writer of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon, said uh, it's better not to vow than to make a vow and to not keep it or not pay it. Uh, and so God doesn't require vows of us, although oftentimes we do try and make deals with God. But we ultimately should, should remember to thank God for answered prayers. And there's so many answered prayers uh, that we see in our lives as Christians. He doesn't answer our prayers right away. He doesn't answer our prayers sometimes the way he wants or the way we want him to answer our prayers. But that's because God knows what's best. He knows the bigger picture. We're very limited on what we can see. Chuck Smith used to say how, uh, you know, he would pray for a red sports car, and God never gave him a red sports car when he was younger, like a teenager. And later he thanked God because he says, you know, I would have probably wrapped that red sports car around a telephone pole, you know, because he was kind of that kind of a driven guy. Uh, and, and so God sometimes answers our prayers in a way that we don't want because the answer is no, but that's still the best answer for us. It's either yes, no, or it's wait. And sometimes we have to wait decades, sometimes an entire lifetime. Sometimes we pray for a loved one who doesn't seem to ever want to get saved, and then they get saved on their deathbed. And you've been praying for them for 50 years, and then you lead them to Christ on their deathbed. So the key is, is to remain thankful uh, to God for answered prayers. In Psalm 69 and verse 29... We read this. But I am poor and sorrowful. Let your salvation, O God, set me up on high. I will praise the name of God with a song, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or a bull, which has horns and hooves. The humble shall see this and be glad, and you who seek God, your hearts shall live, for the Lord hears the poor, and he does not despise his prisoners. So the ones who are the poor, the prisoners, those who are the widows and the orphans, those who are struggling and hurting, God loves them, he sees them. Those who are the disenfranchised in our society, remember Jesus always went out for the widows, the orphans, the sick, the lepers. Uh, and, and, and that's where his heart was. The humble shall see this and be glad. And you who seek the Lord, your hearts shall live. I will praise the name of God with a song. And I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Even though I'm poor and sorrowful, I'm still going to acknowledge God. He's even given me life. He's given my heart to beat. He's given me, uh, you know, a body to, 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 to live in, my spirit to live in this body. He's given me a breath in my lungs to breathe. Every breath is a gift from God. Every breath, every heartbeat is a gift from God. We're not promised tomorrow. And so we must always remain humble and we must always remain thankful. There's always something to thank God for, guys. There's always something to thank God for. Sometimes when tragedy strikes, it's hard to see that. Oftentimes, in hindsight, we see that the Lord was working 
uh, the whole time. In Psalm 95, just a couple of more scriptures here in the book of Psalms. Psalm 95 and verse 1. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, as in the day of trial in the wilderness. And so again, we're called uh, to uh, shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation, to come into his presence with thanksgiving, to sing songs to him. Why? Because the Lord is a great God. He's the great God. He's the great king above all gods. And he's the creator of the heavens and the earth. And he sustains all things. He created all things. He holds all things together. And he's sustaining all things. He's sustaining your life. He's sustaining my life. He's sustaining this um, universe. He's sustaining the, the water cycle and the planet and the vegetation and the animals. Uh, and the stars and the heavens and the galaxies. He's sustaining all of it. He created it, and he is sustaining it all. And as a result, we find our, our place in bowing down before him, worshiping him, and kneeling before him. Why? Because he is our God, and we are his people, and he is worthy of all honor and praise and thanksgiving. One more psalm in Psalm 100. And this whole psalm is a, is a psalm of thanksgiving. And I would encourage you tomorrow with your families, your friends, whoever you're getting together with, you're, you know, no more than three families outside of your household and uh, not singing or chanting and all of the other <laughs> orders uh, of our governor. Um, I would encourage you to read some of these psalms or read one of these psalms to your group tomorrow when you're having, you know, before you cut the turkey or whatever, sit down. When you're praying, uh, See if people want to thank God for something in your prayer. Open it up for people to pray and, and, and think of something to thank God for. Kids are great at, at think, thanking God and thinking of things to thank God for. They come up with the most amazing prayers. Uh, but you could read, for example, Psalm 100 before you have your meal. So you kind of, again, put the focus back on God. We're thanking God today on Thanksgiving. That's what the whole point of Thanksgiving is, to thank God. Psalm 100 and verse 1. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name for the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. And so there, there are many other uh, psalms, actually. You could do a word study, either thanks or thanksgiving, and, and you could find other psalms that are dedicated to thanking God 
uh, because it's, it's, it's one of the main themes of the book of Psalms, actually, being thankful people. We are his people. We have so much to be thankful for. Now, before we open it up for uh, our prayer time, I also want to read a pattern that Jesus gave us for prayer. So um, in the book of Matthew, in chapter 6, in the Sermon on the Mount, we read the model prayer. It's really not the Lord's prayer. Jesus didn't pray this prayer. It's not the Lord's prayer. It's for us. It's the disciples' prayer. It's the prayer that he taught us how to pray. Uh, and he was contrasting a true prayer, uh, authentic prayer, compared to the hypocrites, the scribes and the Pharisees, and all of their showmanship and their phony prayers. So he's going to contrast the phony hypocrites and their pretentious prayers, publicly prayers, tried to get attention from men. And, and he says, don't be like these guys who are just praying in public to get attention from people. Uh, but here, here is how you are to pray, the model for prayer. So Matthew chapter 6 and verse 5. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly." And when you pray, so this is Jesus talking to his disciples, that's you and me today, the assumption that Jesus is making or presumption is that we're going to be people of prayer. Remember, Jesus spent so much time praying of his ministry up on the mountain by himself, praying to his Father, and he was God. If Jesus needed to pray, how much more do we need to pray? And he gave us that as a model. He prayed, therefore we should pray. Jesus is now presuming his people will be people of prayer. So he says, when you pray, assuming we're going to be praying, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things that you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Now, what's so interesting is so many of the traditional churches, not just the Roman Catholic Church that I grew up in, altar boy and went to Catholic school and all the rest, um, uh, not just uh, the Catholic Church, but the Anglican Church, the uh, Orthodox Church, many of the older traditional denominations, they do the exact opposite of what Jesus commanded them to do. Jesus says, don't pray this prayer repetitiously. Don't make it just a repetitious thing that you say it over and over and over again. And still, you know, you go to the priest to confess your sins. You have to say 10 Our Fathers and 10 Hail Marys. So you're doing the exact opposite of what Jesus commanded us to do. He doesn't want us to pray repetitiously. He wants our prayers to be authentic, intelligent, praying from our heart, sincere prayers, and praying uh, from the Scriptures, scriptural, biblical prayers. So he gave this prayer not to be prayed uh, by rote or repetition, thinking there's some magical formula in the prayer, but he gave this to us as a model prayer for how to pray. And in this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. 
Amen. And there is a, uh, a model of prayer, a pattern for prayer in the scriptures uh, that you can tie into in your prayer life. And it's the acronym, many of you know this, it's the acronym ACTS, like the book of Acts. And ACTS stands for adoration or praise, contrition or repentance, thanksgiving, where we're offering thanks to God, and supplication, where then we ask for the things that we want. And typically, all we do when we pray is ask God for what we want, and then we're done praying. That's all we do. God, I want this, I want that, I want this job, I want this car, I want this house, I want this person I don't like at my work to go away, I want, you know, whatever it is that we want, uh, you know, we, we forget to uh, address God as the king of the universe. We forget to praise him and adore him and acknowledge him through adoration. We forget to repent and ask God to forgive us for sins. So actually, I still pray the Lord's Prayer every day, but I don't pray it repetitiously. I pray it and I mean what it says, and then I pray a whole bunch of other things after I pray the Lord's Prayer. Uh, but it's just, for me, it's kind of ingrained in me as a Catholic kid uh, to pray the Lord's Prayer. But now I pray it not out of rote with my mind somewhere else, but I think about what this means. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know, praising and worshiping him. Uh, worshiping him. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Not my will, but thy will be done. Jesus taught us uh, to pray. Uh, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And, and really, we, we have the adoration, we have the contrition, and the supplication. We don't have the thanksgiving here, but we have so many prayers of thanksgiving. Uh, literally, so much of the book of Psalms are prayers of thanksgiving or psalms of thanksgiving. So, uh, just to give you a little bit of a, uh, an idea of how to pray biblically. You can also grab your Bible when you're praying. And you could just start praying the Scriptures. Just start praying the Scriptures over your loved ones and over yourself and over your household. Uh, because when you're praying the Scriptures, you are praying biblically. And if you're praying biblically, then you're praying according to the will of God. And if you're praying according to the will of God, which is in the Word of God, then you have the promise of God Anything that you ask in my name and you ask according to the Father's will, Jesus says, you will receive it. And so we must be biblical and really try and be unselfish uh, in our prayers. Very hard for us to be unselfish. We're so selfish uh, in, in just about everything we do. So that's all I wanted to share this evening. I want to save some time for our corporate prayer time. And we're going to have a microphone brought up here. Here comes Tara. And so as you're th sitting there and as you're thinking about praying, and we're just going to wait on the Lord. I'll stay here in the pulpit, uh, and we're gonna, I'll, I'll start everybody off. And then as you see fit, you can come up here, and you could stand here, you know, right, right here in front, of, in front of me, in front of the podium. And, uh, and then you'll be able to face uh, uh, the audience instead of having your back facing the audience. And so I really encourage you to pray, especially our leadership, our staff, people that work for the church. Uh, this, is, this is a rare opportunity for us to really 
corporately pray together and give thanks to God in this setting. So I'll start off, and then if you want to, you know, line up and sit in the front rows to pray, you're welcome to do that. Or if you just want to get up and walk, but for the sake of time, if you know you want to pray, I would encourage you to come and sit near the front, uh, and then you could jump up when it's your turn. So I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we'll, we'll see how this goes, and then you're welcome to come up uh, and pray as well. And Lord, thank you so much for your word tonight. Thank you for all of these wonderful scriptures. And I know there's a tremendous number more uh, in the scriptures uh, dealing with thanksgiving and having thankful hearts and being filled with thanks for all that you've given to us. Lord, we want to acknowledge uh, that you are God in heaven and we are here on the earth. Lord, you're the creator of everything, Father. And we worship you here this evening. Uh, We also, Lord, recognize that we are sinners and we ask for your forgiveness for our sins for we all fall short lord your word tells us there's no one righteous no not one only you jesus Uh, and we stumble sometimes we stumble and fall but we thank you lord that you pick us back up and set us on our feet and we confess our sins uh, to you Uh, this evening, Lord, and we acknowledge who you are, Lord. We are thankful for our salvation. We're thankful, Lord God, for uh, calling us into your family. We're thankful, Lord, for being a part of a wonderful church body. And we're thankful, Lord, for the honor of being a part of your church in these days, which I believe are the last days here on planet Earth, the end of this era. And what an honor it is to be called to be your people, your church, in the last days. And Lord, we have so many supplications so often, Lord, so many things that we pray for. But uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that here for now. This focus tonight is, is thankfulness and having thanksgiving for all of the blessings in our lives. You're welcome to come on up here if you'd like to pray.
you for my amazing family and this amazing church who has been, excuse me, who has been so welcoming and for my family who has, I've put them through a lot and for them to be there, Lord, and for you to be there and for leaving my side, even though I have left you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Lord, I just want to start out by thanking you for this body and this congregation. Thank you so much that my wife and I have found a place, Lord. You've kept the doors open. And, Lord, uh, I just uh, lift everyone up here to you today. I'm so thankful for this church and being so close to where I'm at. Uh, Lord, I just want to say a special thanksgiving tonight for we know that no one comes to the Father except through yes. you, Lord Jesus Christ, and we read that. But sometimes we don't connect also that your word tells us no one comes to you except whom the Father draws. Yes. And Lord, I just want to thank you that this is not something I can tend to think I'm doing on my own. I, I want to know that you're... You call us, you woo us to yourself, Father, that the people who are here tonight, that our pastor, Michael, everyone who is part of this congregation who has a heart for you, has a heart for you because of you. Yes. I want to thank you for that, yes, Lord. Lord. And we just thank you so much for calling us and to yourself. Um, Lord, again, I just thank you for all we have. I just ask that everyone somehow, that the people who Pastor mentioned that are, that are celebrating Thanksgiving, whether they know you're there or not, Lord, that somehow something sparks inside that they know that you are the reason why they're celebrating Thanksgiving, yes, God. We thank you so much. And we know Christmas is so close too. Christmas is just around the corner. Mm -hmm. We thank you so much for your holidays, God, that are all about you. Um, Lord, I'm so thankful for my family tonight, my wife. I thank you for leading me to her when I didn't know I would ever have a wife and that you've given us so many years now of such a treasure and that she herself is such a treasure to me, God. Um, Lord, again, thank you for this Calvary Fellowship and for Pastor Michael and for all of the congregation, for all of the pastoral or elder side as right down to the congregations and everyone part of this church. And I ask you to keep these doors open. Yes, I thank you for the technology yes, of being able to view online for the yes, people who aren't able, but I do find for myself, this is what I need. Mm -hmm. I need to be here and I need to see your people, hear your message spoken live and audibly from the pastor or who's ever giving the message. And I thank you so much, God. Thank In you, Jesus' Jesus name, I pray. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Several years ago, a Christian sister walked up to me and she said, are you aware of 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18? And I look kind of puzzled. She says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. She taught me a valuable lesson. It's kind of like a triune message. And the thankfulness is truly amazing. It's hard for people who have pain, spirit, soul, and body, or intensities in specific areas to be thankful, but Lord, it can be done. Yes, You've Lord. taught me and my friends that over the years. Jesus, you are the healer. 
where it is written in Psalm 147.3, you came to heal a brokenhearted. You bind up our wounds. And we give praise and thanks throughout it. It builds us up spiritually. We can look around. We can see the genetic code of creation of your beautiful people and give thanks. There are so many things we can be thankful for, the opportunity to be light and darkness, to gather, to be strong, to be drawn to a type of first century Christianity to strengthen up the body of Christ that we will truly, truly be thankful and rejoicing when it's your time to lift us up to Harpazzo, catch us up and get us out of here at the right time. But until then, may we bear good fruit, occupy with thanksgiving, and lead as many to the kingdom of heaven as possible through the way you've gifted us. Thank you for the people, the staff here, the other Christians in Visay and the other places that are also doing their best to reach out to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hi, church family. I just want to say I love you all. I love you all. The two weeks that I was gone, I was missing you guys something awful. And I just wanted to, I'm just so glad to be here and to pray with my church family Amen. and lift up thanks to the Lord. So. Yes. Bow your heads with me, please. Father God, just quiet our spirits as we come before your throne of grace. Lord, could we come as a church body? We come as a family. We come as your children. Yes, Lord. Coming boldly before, before your throne of grace not asking for anything, Lord. Mm -hmm. But we come, we come because of the season, yes. and that is to give thanks to you, Father God. We give you thanks because you are the Father. Yes. We give you thanks because you are the creator. We give you thanks because we see the marvelous works of your hands each and every day. Just like the brother said, the DNA code in creation. Mm -hmm. We see you all around, Father God. Yes, Lord. So man is not without excuse to know that you are real. Yes, Lord. We thank you, God, for who you are. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for being truth. Yes, Lord. We thank you for being our life. We thank you, Lord, for guiding and leading us each and every day yes, that we allow your Holy Spirit to do so. Yes, Lord. We give you praise, Father God, all of us in this room tonight. Your word says if we had 10,000 tongues, we still could not praise you enough. Yes. You are so worthy, Father God. Yes. You are worthy of every honor, every glory, Every power, every dominion, it, yes. it all belongs to you, Father God. So we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your character. Yes. We thank you for being true to your word. Thank you, we thank you for your word, Father God, because your word is life to us. Yes, Lord. It leads and it guides, and you speak to us through your word. We thank you for leaving your word with us, Father God. 
that we may have a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father God, we thank you. Thank you for keeping us in the way with your word. Yes, Lord. And Father God, we thank you for the word that came down in flesh. Yes. We thank you for Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you. We thank you for the man that lived among us yes. and went about to heal the sick and raise the dead, to give those that were blind eyes to see. Yes. We thank you for Jesus. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the birth of that baby laying in that manger and what his purpose was, what he came here to do. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the 33 years he spent here teaching us about you, the Father and showing us how to live. And Lord, we thank you for the death of, on the cross. Yes. We thank you because we know that without the shedding of blood, there is no salvation. Yes, Lord. And we thank you for the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you. For it is in that blood that we have life as well and we are washed white as snow because of that blood, and we thank you, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Father God, we are so grateful. Grateful for just life, grateful for breath, grateful that we have homes to live in, yes. grateful that we're not out on the street. Yes, Lord. We thank you for your mercy, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your favor, Father God. Yes, Father. You are so good to us. You see, the thoughts you have of us are many, and all of them are good, Lord. Mm -hmm. When we know that we are sinners, Father God. Yes, Lord. On a daily basis, whether we know it or not. Mm -hmm. Your word says that against thee and thee only have we sinned, Father. And Lord, that's another thing that we can give thanks for is your forgiveness. Yes, Lord. For knowing that you are our Father and we can come to you when we've done wrong. And you said if we confess our sins that you would be faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, mm -hmm. Lord. Yes. And I have not let you, I have not seen you fail me yet. Mm -hmm. If I'm honest with you and confess my sins before you that you would be who you are and you would be faithful and true yes. to forgive me. And not only forgive me, but clean me up, Father God. Yes. So we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for being a loving God, that we can come to you and confess our sins, Father God. Yes. So we thank you, Lord. Father God, I pray over this church. Yes. I thank you, Lord. For this um, church family here, Father God, the building, I pray, Lord, this campus, you have blessed it, just like Pastor Mike was saying on Sunday about the sun hitting the color of the trees, and it just screams your glory, screams yes. your glory. Yes, Lord. We thank you for that. We thank you for this campus. Yes, Lord. 
We, Lord, ask so that you would just bless it. Bless Pastor Mike. Use him in a mighty way. Protect him from the evil one, Father God. Protect him from the, the darts that come at him day in and day out. We just ask that you would send your angels of protection and let him be, let him, let you be his shelter, his refuge, Father Thank God. Yes, give him rest when he needs it and give him wisdom to be able to shepherd the flock that you have put him in charge of. Yes, Father. Help us as that flock to be obedient to him because he is the under shepherd being led by you. Mm. And I believe that in my heart, Father God. So I just pray, Lord, that you would help Calvary Chapel too, of Visalia to be obedient to the leader as we are obedient unto you, Father God. Raise up those that are willing to work and be in service to you, Father God. Yes, Lord. To be able to use their gifts that you may be glorified in this part, the yes, body Lord. of Christ. Yes, Lord. Lord, I could be here all night giving you praise. I could be here all night Thank you, Lord. giving you thanksgiving for what you have done. Yes, Jesus. Thank you. But I just thank you, Lord, just for being able to come here tonight and give you praise and honor and glory. Yes, Jesus. Along with my brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. But we lift, we lift up every worry, every anxiety, every care, Father God, we cast it on you for you care for us. Thank you. And we just thank you, Lord, for this day. Yes, we ask that as we spend our times with our families that we would always remember that we are here to give thanks to you. Yes, Lord. And we, not only tomorrow, but we give thanks to you every, each and every day that you allow us to have breath. Yes. So we praise your name, Lord, and we give you honor, glory. We give you thanks yes. in Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Here we go. Let's try this. Here you go, sweetie. We're blessed for this whole world, and thank you for creating this whole world, and I'm thankful for my whole family, thankful for Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, in the name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for praying, Becca. I told you the children need to pray. <laughs> Beautiful. I just want to praise you. I just want to lift up your name, your glory, just to acknowledge everything that you've done, the sacrifices that you have made for us. To be honest, sometimes I feel just completely unworthy of the amount of love that you have for me. I mean, it's unfathomable that the one who created everything 
with a single breath, loves me, loves us, God. Yes. How great is that love to just sacrifice and lay your own life down? God, you continue to do it. You continue to love us and to give and protect, Lord, but you only had to lay down your life once. We give our lives to you, God. Yes, Lord. We give it all to you. Our wills, our hearts, our minds, our souls, our songs, our prayers. Our, yes. Just everything, Lord. You have taken care of this church, this thick and thin, yes. for everything that the devil had tried to throw at us. Yes. Lord, you have provided us with a shepherd for the flock, Lord. You provided us with an administrator with a heart for the church, God. You provide us with servants and for the church and just those that just love and want to be part of this ministry and that those that are still coming in, God, you provided a way for these doors to be open. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God, and we thank you so much for letting us be a part of your plan. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for using us. Yes, Lord. Thank you for choosing to use us. Yes, Lord. God, there are times coming up ahead that we are just going to be very unsure of. We know what's coming. We don't know personally, you know, we haven't experienced it, but we have a feeling in our hearts that it's just the beginning of what you have planned. Yes, Lord. Lord, thank you for this plan. As scary as it is, God, but you are always thinking of us every step of the way. Yes, Lord. You really could just pull the rug and just say I'm done but you never have you continue to let us live to let us breathe to let us make mistakes give us opportunities to come back to you when we have turned away yes, Lord. you are a great and loving God yes, and there is no other God yes, Lord. you are the one who just loves us and is filled with glory. And honestly, we can't wait to see that glory face to face, God. Please, your kingdom come. Mm -hmm. Your will be done. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Follow up on the First Thessalonians and five eighteen, where it says, "In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God." Lord, I pray that you help us have an understanding of what you mean by everything, because that is everything. Yes, Lord. Help us to know that the things in our lives uh, we should be thankful for—they're from you. The people you bring in our lives, for our family, for our church family, our extended family, for our coworkers—that we should be thankful for all of those people, Lord. So help us to understand that. Also, Lord, for the trials and tribulations in our lives, we're to be thankful. That is included in everything. Yes, Lord. Help us to identify everything that comes through our life as something we should be giving you thanks for. Yes, Lord. Most of all, Lord, we're thankful for your love, your mercy, and your grace. Yes, Lord. Just help us to hold on to that word, everything. Thankfulness can come easy, but the everything can be difficult. Mm -hmm. yes. And you state right there in that passage that it is your will 
that we're thankful for everything. Yes, Lord. Put that on our hearts as we cross the people around us, as we see the things around us that you've blessed us with, and as we deal with the things in our lives that we might think be a bother or a burden, help us to know we're to be thankful for that. still time if you want to come up. Father God, you are so gracious. You are so merciful. Yes, Father. Lord, I just thank you for the blessings of the children that are here, for the parents that have set aside fear. Lord, I thank you that you've provided servants in the children's ministry to teach these children about you. Lord, it is by no accident that, and it is not luck that we have remained healthy here and that these children have been able to play together and be together. Lord, that you are protecting them so they can continue to come here on Sundays and hear about Jesus and the hope that you bring. Your name is so mighty. Lord, these kids are the next generation. I pray that you open their eyes. Your word tells us to be like little children, to just accept your word and not question everything. And I just pray that you continue to keep us safe here and keep these doors open to keep those, those serving in the children's ministry, Lord, it, it is so, if that devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom to devour, Lord, and those that are serving and teaching and witnessing and honoring you, Lord, are in the battlefield. And I pray that you guard their hearts that they come prepared for battle, that they are not surprised by it, Lord, and that they are grounded in your word so they can withstand those fiery darts, Lord. I pray that you continue to build up the ministries here, the women's ministry, Lord, that we are praying about. Lord, I pray for the men here, Lord, that you raise up leaders and
Lord, this is all for you in your glory. Yes. We are here for you to serve you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. I just thank you for all that you've done. I thank you for all that you are going to do. Mm. Whether it is hard or whether it is easy, Lord, I just pray that we are willing that you speak to us and that we hear and that we move. So thankful for my family serving here with them. Thank you, Lord. Thankful for my church family, Lord. And thankful for my pastor that's here leading this flock for his boldness. Lord, I just ask for peace in all of our hearts. Yes, Lord. That we are not swayed by the devil and his lies. I'm so thankful for this night that we can pray collectively to you, Lord. We just stand here on your promises yes, that are never ending and never failing. They're unchanging. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Yes, Lord. Amen. Father God, I want to thank you for everything that you've done in the last, I mean, you've been there my whole life, but for the last nine years. The courage and the heart, how you've changed my family's life, my life. Thank you. How my ears have changed, my mouth, my thinking, yes. my judgment. Everything that I am today is because I sought you out and you were there. I thank you for being there, for answering my prayers, for hearing my cry outs to you. To not be of this world, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I recognize others who have Jesus in their heart because they don't have fear right now. There's a calm and a peace that I want everybody to know. There's a stillness. We're not afraid because of you, God, because you're our father. And I'm so thankful that I have a father like you. Yes, Father. Thank you, Jesus. You will never abandon us. Thank you, Lord. You will never walk away from us. Yes, Father. You will never leave us unprepared. You give us the words. You let us know when it's time not to say a word, but to watch. Yes. All of that wisdom comes from you, God. That's right. And there's something that's so near and dear on my heart. 
Thank you for what you're doing at the mission for all the homeless where I work. Thank you, Lord God. So much food is pouring in when Mm. people have nothing. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm watching these smiles and these full bellies, and I'm watching the humor between the homeless with us, and they're happy. They have everything, God, because of you. You have touched so many donors' hearts. Such an outcry, such a, a call after call, bringing food for Thanksgiving. Thank you, it was just in abundance. And that peace and that giving comes from you, God. Yes, Lord. And only you know, God, what our family's been through in the last year. Yes. And I thank you for giving me the heart of you yes. to love my family through it. And to be kind and patient and loving because I love my family so much. Yes, Lord. And you've healed them. You've restored them. Thank you, Let no man take apart what you put together. Yes, thank you. And if we would only cry out to you that you're the answer, you've always been the answer. And I am so thankful for this church. And I am so happy to be here. And I am so happy, Pastor Mike, that you speak boldly. And that you speak from your heart. Because everybody is dumbing it down. And we need to speak from our heart. We need to hear it. We need to be courageous. We need to be hopeful. We need to know how God feels about us. Do not be afraid to worship. Do not be afraid to sing. Amen. Do not be afraid to show up. Yes. Yes. He was brave. We are brave. That's right. So I do thank you tonight. Thank you. Thank you. And Jesus is awesome. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm so glad that you all are jumping in and participating. Isn't this wonderful? It's beautiful. And Lord, as we wrap up here this Thanksgiving evening, truly, we could sit here all night, Lord, pouring out our hearts to you. We have so much to be thankful for as your people, Father. And this is just a small sampling, Lord, of of our hearts toward you tonight and for this Thanksgiving holiday tomorrow, Lord. May we share these praise reports, Lord, all that we're thankful for, uh, whoever we're with tomorrow, Lord. And may we, may we share our faith, Lord God, boldly, confidently, unashamedly, Lord, because you um, were not ashamed of us, Jesus. I remember the, the story of the boy who was complaining about not having shoes until he saw the soldier sitting in the wheelchair who didn't have any feet and then he had perspective and so lord help us to be thankful for what we have instead of looking at what we don't have lord bless your people tomorrow father bless our whole church family and thank you for this precious time 
tonight. In Jesus' name we pray all these things. And everyone said, amen. Amen. Wonderful. You can stand for the last song, and we're actually going to get out of here on time, too. Thank the Holy Spirit, right? (laughs) We all want to thank you for listening. If this message has blessed you, as we all pray that it has, send the link to this podcast to your friends. Working together, we can get Michael's teaching of the whole of God's inerrant word to all those who hunger to hear it. If you would like to see this ministry expand to reach even more of the broken and lost, if you have questions, comments, and prayer requests, email us at coahpodcast at gmail.com. We would be honored to pray for you, as we hope you are praying for us. Good day and God bless from City on a Hill Church to Hatchapi, California.